This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Have you ever overslept so much that you missed something? 651 641 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. What up? What up? Have you ever overslept and missed something? 651 641 1071. Would you like to know why I'm asking? What was that? What's that? There was some like muttering and murmuring at the end yeah, of that. I don't know what that was. That is weird. Oh, a little creepy. <laughs> that is creepy. <laughs> Uh, you can't sleep through that. That's for sure. Um, thank you for asking why we're asking. Why Savannah, are we asking? Thank you. Savannah Guthrie apparently almost missed the beginning of her TV show yesterday. Wow. Because she overslept. Okay. It happens. Although I'm really surprised that it happened to Savannah Guthrie. Right. Okay. So this happened yesterday and apparently she showed up at 634 a.m. Actually, I shouldn't even say she showed up. She was still in her car at 6.34 a.m. local time. Today starts at 7 a.m. Okay. So we're in radio. There have been times I have pulled my car into the parking lot three minutes before we had to go on the air. Yeah, oh, for sure. But that's not a big deal because face for radio. Yeah, you don't need to do hair and makeup. Not at all. Unless you're Lori and Julia, they always do hair and makeup. Every day. That is actually a fact. And if you think we're kidding, we're not. But uh, she, Savannah Guthrie has to sit in hair and makeup. So apparently she rolled in at 6.40 a.m., was in the hair and makeup chair, and uh, at 6.54, so 14 minutes later, walked into the studio, sat down, and was ready to do the show. I love but it. The reason that this all Boss happened is simply lady. because she overslept. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Have you ever missed something because you overslept? And what was it? I, you know, this seems like something that anyone in their twenties can probably relate to or younger. Because, like, and when you haven't like figured out sleep yet, you just want all the sleep, and right. it's hard to wake up. Oh, so I used to always like oversleep. You know, like just because I'm, uh, I don't know, I was. That's just who I was. But I can't think of the last time I right? overslept, mostly because. I'm so paranoid if I do have to get up that I've set multiple alarms and, uh, you know, I've got a partner, so I've got like, I've got things. You've got checks and balances. Yeah. So I'm curious if like her alarm just didn't go off or what happened. Well, see, that's the thing. I want to know the rest of the story because I will say in my twenties, I also, I mean, I overslept and missed a final once in college. Yes. And I had, Isn't that the worst? Oh, I, I've done. I remember you're, you're now bringing me back to college where I know I've woken up after class uh, oh, yeah. has started. And I thought, 
Well, yeah. I'm going to go right back to bed because there's literally nothing I can do. Right. Like, it's one thing if you have enough time to, like, throw clothes on and do that thing where you just run. Yeah. But sometimes you, like, wake up after the thing and you're like, well, that happened. Well, and in college, when I did this, to make matters worse, it wasn't even a written final. It was a presentation final. Oh. So... They had made time oh, God. for my presentation Ugh. in class. So not only did I miss it, everybody knew I missed it. And everybody was like mad at you for because I didn't show up slowing. and they had to sit there. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that oh. one didn't feel good. No, I um, bet. I got a C in that class. Oh, it well. took me years to get back to president's list. Okay, but that never mind that. Um also, and this is why I wanted to hear Savannah Guthrie's story. And by the way, 651-641-1071. Have you ever missed anything by oversleeping? In my adult years, before I had children, but I was married, my husband, and but this is before we had cell phones that you know, you'd know you have on your side of the bed to wake up. Yeah. We shared an alarm clock and it had two alarms. You know, you could do, you know, those alarm oh, clocks sure. that had like alarm one yeah. and alarm two. And we, we woke up at different times. I woke up earlier than he did because I worked the morning show here at the radio station this was a hundred years ago and he and so i had to be up and in my car by four o'clock in the morning oh gross yes gross and he didn't have to be into work until like 10 o'clock so he could sleep he could wake up way later and he would do this thing where sometimes he would have a dream that he was mad at me Oh, I remember this story. And he yeah. would wake up, and this happened more than once. And he would wake up, and as like as part of his midnight retribution, he would turn off my alarm. Oh, and it happened twice, no. and both times. No, this, the first time, okay. Second yep. time, get your own damn alarm. Well, that's what I did after that. I yeah. was like, I no longer can rely on you to have the alarm on your side of the bed and i had to like it was a bad situation anyway i i ended up making it thank you i had a savannah guthrie moment but i almost missed it and it was all because he shut off my alarm and i wonder if that is savannah guthrie's story uh who do we have on the line we have kayla on the line hi kayla kayla would you what did you ever miss by oversleeping i completely slept through a date a few years back what I'd, wait a minute, I you up, slept through I woke a up date? And the guy had like messaged me like five times oh, being no. like, Where are you? Are you still coming? No. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, and it was really, really bad too because I worked with him. <gasps> okay, oh. so that was gonna be my question was like, was it a first date? Was it uh Yeah, it was supposed to be like a first date, but I didn't even want to go out with him. Oh. Like he just wouldn't leave me alone, so I said yes to get him off my back. Well, and guess what? I bet he. I huh? bet that. I bet sleeping through the date got got him off your back. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh gosh, that just made it worse. It was really bad. I was so happy when I could quit that job and things could be less awkward. Oh my gosh, Kayla, that's crazy. Thank you for your call. Oh, that would suck. Well, I'm glad she didn't fall asleep in front of. I mean, that's another I, conversation, though. Where have you fallen asleep before, <laughs> where you shouldn't have? I oh, I can sleep anywhere, but I I. I'm sure I blocked all of mine out. Holly, do you have any uh, fabulous falling asleep experiences? Because sleeping I th- through something. What did I say? Falling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get so paranoid at this point yeah. when I have to get up. My body is like, you have to get up yeah. at four in the morning. Yeah. So we're gonna make sure that you awake 
At two. three <laughs> and two and three thirty and three forty-five uh, and three fifty-four. Or if you're me, you're gonna get up at one o'clock and never be able to get back to yeah, sleep. That's oh, the worst. it's the worst. No, there is. I, I I think that that switch flipped for me when I turned like thirty. But up until I was thirty, uh, I didn't. I I could sleep in if I. I'm wanted just to. so grateful that I don't have to get up super early. I mean, I my body just gets me up at like an early hour regardless Mm -hmm. of whether there's an alarm i'm just grateful i don't have to get up earlier than that right do you know what i mean like i'm so so grateful occasionally i have to set an alarm um for life just to make sure if there's a you know super important reason or an appointment to get up super early for but typically i don't have those moments and i think part of it is when you get to a certain age in your life you have like you have built your life mm-hmm. around your ideal sleep schedule. I, yes. hope. I hope. Bradley, do you not set an alarm usually at all? No. Oh my gosh. No, I haven't for years. Like, because my body just gets me up at like, you know, routinely somewhere between six and six thirty every morning. Okay, so mine does too, but I still I have the alarm as like the again, checks and balances. Can I just tell you that like well, and again, I have a dog who's kind of an alarm. Yeah. Like she literally will I mean, get me up regardless yeah. if I want to get up or not. Like, that's why I hate staying up late because I know that dog is going to get me up at six or six thirty mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to go on a walk whether I want to or not. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, I have an alarm of my own, a four legged alarm. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, our friend Paul from Paul's trip to the movies is here and he's going to tell us what we should be streaming this weekend on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Our friend Paul from Paul's trip to the movies has also joined us. Hi, Hi Paul. Oh, turn on your mic there, honey. I know. Okay. It's, it's like she's here here never done radio before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dad brain is kicking in. It's okay. Hello, Hello. Paul. Hi. That dad brain is real. You'll have it forever. <laughs> so congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay, so you're here to tell us what we should be watching this weekend. Yeah, so there's a big there's a movie coming in theaters this weekend called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And it got me thinking about how this year has been a really great year for horror movies. And yes. it's not even October yet. So I wanted to bring out three choices, two of which are streaming and then of course bodies 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 so where should we start well i tell me about these um i mean i i I don't care what order but i do want to hear about these bodies 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 is this the one with pete davidson yes it is yeah so it's about a bunch of bodies bodies three Uh, bodies three bodies (laughs) (laughs) only three no it's about a bunch of rich privileged kids that decide to throw a hurricane party in one of their friends mansions so yes there's going to be this hurricane and they decide to have this kind of lock-in party full of debauchery and they decide to play this game called bodies 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 where someone decides to like pretends to be the killer and then when someone is pretends to be killed they yell bodies 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 and they have to figure out who is the mystery killer oh. well that all changes when a dead body actually pops oh. up oh. plot twist plot twist so it's kind of it, what's really fascinating is that it's this horror comedy mixed with a murder mystery because this this small cast, seven people, um, Amanda Stenberg is one of them, and then Maria Bakalova, who was in the Borat yes. sequel, she's in it along with Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson, one of the boyfriends. I have Lee, so many questions. I know, right? And Lee Pace is in it. So, are your questions? Well, my first question, honestly, is about performances, specifically Pete Davidson and Maria Bakalova. Mm-hmm. Because we've only seen her in Borat, and she, or, yeah, and she was hilarious, right, and amazing. Uh, does she deliver again? 
totally. She there's you will like some. Okay, let me rephrase this. She's great. Everyone in this movie is great if you can get past their characters. Mm. Oh, so okay. maybe their characters are like they're just annoying. They are annoying yeah. and obnoxious, and it just builds as the movie goes on. And it's very much a satire on this kind of Gen Z TikTok generation where they think they can do whatever they want and get away with it, and that may not be the case. <gasps> oh. And then they all start to turn on each other and start to tell lies or truths or hearsay. Ooh. And they don't know who they can trust. And then the body count starts piling up. Mm-hmm. And Pete is, I mean, he's hes basically doing the Pete thing. Mm-hmm. but He's, he's playing Pete in, Davidson. Basically. Yeah. But he's good in it. Yeah. Like, I totally bought it. And then the reveal happens at the end. And I'm like, oh, that is fantastic. So does okay. it keep you, it keeps your attention yes. the whole way through? Totally it's not just attention. kind of shticky? Absolutely. If you can get through with these characters, I mean, yes, they're obnoxious. You may not like any of them, but that's kind of the point. And at the end, the, the reveal just makes sense of how these characters are. And I was like, God, they really got me. And I was, it makes you question that anyone could be the suspect, uh, which is really great too. Yeah, that's always okay. fun because you don't want to know right away who's done right. it. Right. Was, what's the point? Well, we'll get to that in the next movie. Well, okay. okay cause so I don't know which one you were thinking, but I kind of wanted to hear about They, Them, the Peacock uh, streamer. Yeah, so They Slash Them. This is currently now streaming on Peacock. It stars Kevin Bacon as a camp counselor at a gay conversion therapy camp. And it's the a new week has started with a bunch of young campers who are gay, transgender, non-binary, lesbian, and he starts off saying, well, this is a camp only if you want to be converted. And it's like not Bible thumping, it's not queer bashing, so the people are like, well, what is going on here? And then you find out that there is this masked serial killer oh. at the camp. Mm. So, I mean, what, I mean, we know that gay conver- conversion therapy camps are horrific, yes. terrible places. Yeah, you don't so, need to do a yeah, horror I was film say, to tell us that. That but is its own horror that film. Is, and that's kind of in a way what makes like the perfect setting for a slasher flick. Yeah. Mm. So the guy that wrote and directed this, his name's John Logan. He wrote he wrote movies like The Aviator, Skyfall. He's never done a horror movie before and he's never directed before. So this is his directorial debut and he's writing a horror movie. And what I will say, it's the movie itself is kind of frustrating because it's really two different movies. The first half is all about what happens at a gay conversion therapy but doesn't go far enough. Okay. You hear a lot of their stories. You hear about how they're kind of pleasing their parents. They're kind of a bargaining chip for their parents or they're doing it to fit in with their friend group. So to hear these stories, that is great. And then after a while, you're like, wait, I thought this was supposed to be a slasher movie. Like, where's the horror? Where's the killer? Like, mm. let's do something here. And then it finally happens in the last half hour. And you're like, oh, what? The, like, the, random. And then yeah. Anna, Anna Klumsky's in it as well. Okay. So maybe uh, it, not the best film. Not. It should have been more. It either should have been campier, because there's some mm. camp elements to n- Yes, camp at a camp. I, but I also campy should have been even bigger, or it should have been more, like, darker or scary or the who done it Ryan and I were talking about like we want to know who the killer is but we can kind of figure it out already like there wasn't that oh, misguided sure. direction and it didn't seem as if these characters were well enough developed I love though that we get characters who are gay non-binary transgender and you have actors and actresses that are in real life playing those roles so the representation is there it's just that this movie had potential and should have been better but uh, it ends well there's some really good lessons at the end okay for 
a couple of these characters. Okay, I want to make sure we have time for the third offering you brought, Prey. Yeah. Okay. So and that's th- P-R-E-Y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is the latest in the Predator franchise. And mm. if you're thinking, they're doing another one. And, yeah. and a very interesting setting. Yes. So it takes place in 1719 in the Great Plains in the Comanche tribe. And it's all about a young Comanche girl who is trying to prove herself in a very misogynistic tribe that she can take down beasts. And all of a sudden she's thinking, there's something else out here. There are carcasses, there are bodies that no animal could do. And then, and so you know it's the predator. And she sets out to go and take down this predator who is not, then kind of killing off her tribesmen. And how does, I mean, how does this, like, because I'm, I'm va- mildly intrigued right? by this. Like, is it's it, do they fantastic. do a good job? It's so good. It's 90 minutes, moves at her pace. She is so good. The actress, Amanda Midthunder, is fantastic. I think if you watch Prey, you'll be like, hey, I really dug this movie. And I dug this actress and this character. And it's far better than many of the other Prey sequels okay. or Predator sequels on Hulu, four out of five ticket stubs. Ah, oh, thank you so much, Paul McGuire Grimes. I wish we could keep you forever. Thanks for having but me. But we have to set you free. <laughs> yes. Uh, we will not be your Predator. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things. Hey, we're going to play spot the crazy. Uh, your job will be to listen to three crazy, stupid idiots. Only one of them is a real, actual, true story. Crazy, stupid idiot. And your job will be to figure out which one is the real one and spot the crazy, stupid idiot. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present... C-S-I. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. That's dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places. Has anybody called to be a contestant yet, Holly? Hey. Nay. 651-641-641. 1071. If you are a fan of the Colleen and Bradley show, that means you have listened to thousands and thousands. Actually, someday we should do the math. How many crazy, stupid idiots? Yeah, that we have delivered here on this show. A lot. So many crazy, stupid idiots. A decade's worth, in fact. And uh, so you might just be an expert at figuring out which crazy, stupid idiot is the real crazy, stupid idiot. And... I think we actually have a little something to give away Remember, for that person. Remember, that's the thing with the weird, the voices. I know. It's I know. It's scary. It's super scary. Holly's like creeped out over there. Do we have a contestant? We do! Who do we have on the line? We've got Rita on the line. Hi, Rita. Rita. Hello, how are you today? Well, we're good. Uh, how, well, are, how are your crazy, stupid idiot spotting abilities? Um, I would say, okay. <laughs> well, good. We're going to put him to the test. So you, okay. Rita, sit right there while we deliver three crazy, stupid idiots. And when we're done, we're going to pull you back up on on the air with us. And we're going to ask you to identify which of these three stories actually happened. And if you get it right, spoiler alert, at some point you will get it right because you only have three options. And we're going to keep trying until you get it. You're going to get a T-shirt. Yay! Yay! Okay, I just Rita. have one question. Yes. Are they all from Florida? Well, you'll find out. You don't out. know. <laughs> all right. Okay. Hang tight, Rita. We're going to get right back to you. Okay. Who wants to go first? I don't care, ma'am. Would you like to go first? I will go first. Ladies first. We are going to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Ooh, okay. Tulsa. An Oklahoma woman is being sued for sexual harassment. Oh. 
That's not good. That's not good. It's not a very crazy, stupid idiot either. Well, how about this? How about if I throw a wrench at you? Okay. By a man she's never met. What? How does that work? Well, 34-year-old Trinity St. Cloud is the woman in question. Okay. She's been sending unwanted texts of a sexual nature to one Jonathan Davis for the past six months. Oh, my God. Right? Uh, Do you want to know what the photos and the texts are? I guess. They have included uh, graphic photographs, descriptions of her genitalia. As well as detailed descriptions of sexual acts. Ew! And like I said, this guy, she's never even met him. So Jonathan Davis is like, I've never met Trinity St. Cloud. uh, And I'd very much like for her to stop sending me texts. Uh, He has actually, because you're asking, has he ever asked her to stop? Has he ever asked her to stop? Well, he did. He has requested via text that she stop texting him, saying, I don't know who you are. Um, but he said when he's done that, it's made things even worse, and the texts have become more frequent oh, and more graphic. Gross. Are you wondering what Trinity St. Cloud has to say? What does Trinity St. Cloud have to say? When asked uh, why she was sending the te- texts, She says she met this guy at a bar and he put his number in her phone and he and he said, send the freakiest photos you can. Oh, so she did. And she thought every time he said to stop wrong number, he thought she thought that he was flirting. So she kept going. Uh, don't put your number in other people's phones. That's silly. and also like don't send sexy texts yeah, to somebody unless you're sure it's the person. describing your gentles. Right. Gross. Uh, he uh, Trinity does not remember the name of the man she met at the bar. Oh, great. So she's sexting with a stranger. She said he was so hot, so I kept on sending him messages. Okay. Um, she hoped that they would meet up again. She was, Don't however, disappointed to learn that uh, she was not going to meet up with that very hot man. Instead, she was going to meet a judge. Yeah, and a court date. Exactly. That's the only that's date. Nasty. That's the only date she got out of the deal. Okay. That's nasty. All right. So that was Tulsa, Oklahoma. Brodies. Yes. Okay. Who's next? Holly, you want to go? Oh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Yeah, but we're going to Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's a that's a common move. Going to Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. Florida light. Uh, we got to meet Christy. She's 47 years young. Hi. Hi, Christy. And we're getting to know Christy because of something that happened on July 30th at BK's Classics on Bedford Street. Okay. Is that Burger King's Classics? No, it's actually no. a used car lot. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah right. In the Stony Creek Township area of Pennsylvania. So officers were called to BK's Classic. Because apparently there were reports of a vehicle arson. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Yeah. Well, Christy had walked herself over to BK's Classics to confront a guy that she had had a relationship with. Yeah. She was like, damn. Once there, according to complaints, Christy pointed a loaded shotgun at the man. <gasps> oh, my God. No. And struck him before employees were able to move her from the building and lock her out. Oh but then, wait, there's more. Okay. Witnesses say they noticed a Ford Focus on the used car lot at BK's Classic was on fire. Now, the fire was put out, and the guy is okay. 
But it's what uh, Christy said she used in order to light the car on fire that makes her a crazy, stupid idiot. What she a fart. She lit the car <laughs> on fire with That'd a fart. Kind of awesome. Oh my goodness. No, no cans of Aquanet were found on the scene, Colleen, so we cannot confirm or deny okay. that. Uh was it a um pair of panties? No, not panties. Okay. No, Christy uh used apparently some pages from a book that she shoved in the engine compartment of the vehicle, and that book was the Wicca Book of Spells. Oh, okay. Oh, so, so she's, she's a, a witch. witch. Yes, she was practicing witchcraft on the Ford Focus. Okay. She's uh, Christy and, Witch. <laughs> hey, hey uh, <laughs> yeah. So she put those pages from the book, Wicca Book of Spells, inside the engine before... I don't think the Book of Spells is like, take these pages and light them on mm. fire and yeah. stick them in the engine. She might need a user manual for that. <laughs> yeah. But now she's at the Cambria Court, uh, County Prison... Her bail set at $25,000. All right. right. So, uh, which, uh, which? Which, which is which? Which, which is which? Okay. Uh, that was where? Uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay. All right. Well, that means for our last story, we're going to Florida. Florida! Specifically, I think it's Barnabas, Florida. Uh, And I want to tell you about a guy named Alex. Now, Alex is 31. He lives in a Barnabas or Barnabas. I don't know. Florida, and uh, his name is Alex Danvers, and he apparently, well, I'm just going to cut to the chase and say he was obsessed with something, and he was uh, arrested on felony stalking charges. I should say some, anyway, he was arrested on stalking charges. Okay. Now, that's not particularly unusual. It's wrong. It's wrong. Don't do it. It's illegal, but but it's not crazy, stupid, idiot status. It's who... He was stalking that earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. His mother. No, he was not stalking his mother. He was not stalking his mother. Okay. He was stalking himself. No, he was not stalking himself. He was stalking a neighbor, but not not a neighbor. What? I just think we're all stalking ourselves, aren't we? I mean, if we Google ourselves, That's we probably true. are. Okay, so sorry. He was he was stalking a neighbor. A neighbor, but not just any neighbor. His cat neighbor? He was stalking. His 31-year-old Alex cat? Danvers was obsessed with a neighbor's cat and has been stalking the cat for the I last six weeks. Oh, sorry. Not that part. Uh, well, let me tell you that he was obsessed apparently with Bebop. Now, Bebop is a six-year-old Aww. tabby cat. Aww. Belongs to neighbor Charlene Irwin, who lives just down the road in Barnabas, Florida. And apparently, this she became aware of uh, her neighbor's stalking habits one night when she came outside to 